Hey guys, I'm your host, Asian, and welcome to today's podcast, the show that will make you say weird or cool. Nah, it's rule. See what I did there? Weird and cool make rule. Today really rules because I will be joining my friend Gab. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great day. This is The Discovery Show, the show where I present and, re- and review podcasts on a subject that interests me in about five minutes. But this week, it's a special episode, which means we're going to talk about the movie Hercules and its characters. I'm your host, Gabriel Bostia-Blake. Let's get started. So, Hercules. That was a movie that was produced by Walt Disney in 1997. It's from Ron Clements and John Musker, who also made The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Mohana, so they're really known in the industry. So, here's what happens. Hercules is born from Zeus and Hera, but he becomes immortal by the hands of Hades and grows up on Earth with super strength from his father, of course. He starts his journey to become a hero in order to win his place on Mount Olympus. He meets interesting characters like Megara and Phil, and with the help of his flying horse, Pegasus, because who doesn't have a flying horse in those times? Right. He achieves his goal, but quickly comes back to Earth to make his life with Meg. Isn't that cute? Now, what's your opinion on this movie, Gab? I thought it was fun. It was a fun movie if you didn't think about it too much. You know, because it's really made for younger audiences, and it's really made to introduce them to the mythology world. So, if you're an adult, you know a little bit of, about mythology... You just watch it. We don't think about the actual story, the actual Hercules story. It's a, it's a good inspiration, I'd say. Well, I'm gonna bring a little bit of my maturity in this, oh. and it really wasn't authentic. I mean, the girl was skinny, the guy was huge, and he had this superhero kind of arrogant look. And I just think that he could have been more port- portrayed better as the gods who were not as told in the stories. Then again, it is a children's book that we have to keep in mind. Yeah, something I didn't like. I don't like main characters doesn't have any flaws. You know what I mean? Yes. Like all the, all the main characters when they're perfect. Like Hercules is perfect. His move doesn't have any flaws. It's it makes him really boring characters. I found. Yes, I mean he's pleasing for the eyes, but does he not have flaws? Because after all, he is immortal. So maybe a little mistake from the Disney. And can we just talk about that girl's hair? Like how mm. hair? I don't. Of course. It's hard to explain, but of it course. looks terrible. Looks terrible. Of course. Yeah, the so, guys in the audience understand, Gab. Yeah, it's... I thought it was a fun movie, but would I watch it again? Probably not, but I had a good time watching it. Yes, definitely. The characters are funny and loving, and while some of them don't really want to be in the movie at the, in the beginning, they do become a certain fun-loving group. Yeah, and I thought Hades was good in that movie, even though yeah. he's not in the actual Hercules, the actual Hercules story. But I thought he was interesting. I love the representation of the underworld with like the whole river of the spirits and the fates, which are very important in this particular episode. Yeah, I really like the face as well. Yeah, isn't that a coincidence? So we've agreed that the movie is not authentic at all. But what does happen in the original myth? So, in the original myth, Hercules is actually born from Zeus and immortal alchemy. Hera, which is jealous because Zeus, ha- Zeus had-, had an affair. Obviously. Yeah, she's trying to achieve her revenge, so she hurts his relatives. He, Hercules, makes a horrible crime and then begs for redemption. 
So Hera forces him to do the twelve labors, which during he has to fight with many beasts to achieve his redemption. He is considered by the Greeks to be the biggest hero of all time. So there's multiple differences between the movie and the myth, right? Well, of course, because it's a Disney movie, so we can't really say that the protagonist has done a horrible, horrible crime that we can't even mention, right? So Hades is the bad guy, right? But in the myth, he is not so bad. He's not even in the movie. Right. Yeah, and in in the actual myth, actually, it's Hera, which is the bad guy, which, which we just talked about. But for younger audiences, we can't make Zeus have an affair, right? Because it's, it's PG. So, um, and it, I think it was easier for Disney to picture Hades as the bad guy because he's the god of death, but he's not really a bad guy in actual myth mythology. He really isn't, and I think it's unfair for him to be in the underworld and to be portrayed as mean and always in a bad mood, almost as if they're trying to send a bad message. Yeah, right. There's a lot of difference. The whole plot of the movie is different because it's not about the 12 labors of Hercules. The Twelve Labors of Hercules are in a 30-second um, song instead of the entire story itself. And it's very important because the Twelve Labors make him the greatest god of all time. Yeah, right. And this movie is basically a love story between yes. Hercules and Meg, right? It's not, a, it's not even about Hercules being a hero that much. It's more about the love story. We focused it too much on the girl because it's Disney instead of focusing on the actual hero and his heroic acts, which I think is a very big mistake from Disney. Yeah, I totally agree. Although I am going to give them a good thing. There is a flying horse who is not in the myth, but adds this fun loving thing. And while the myth is raw, um, kids don't necessarily want raw and horrible crimes and beasts that are being fought, but a bit more of that humor and fun. Yeah, I thought he was, it was a really entertaining character. I really like Pegasus. Yes. Even though he's not in the actual Hercules story, but yeah. Oh yeah, and there's also these three characters that we really liked. Yes, the Fates, they were awesome. Oh yeah, the Fates. So after that, I went on and did some research, right? Mm -hmm. To Because they're actually actual Greek mythology. So... In Greek mythology, one of the oldest gods, and they're three sisters, and just like in the movies, they're sharing one eye, and they decide when you die, which is actually pretty cool. Disgusting, but cool, yeah. Um, you know what? After doing some research, I found out they have names. Who would have thought that people from the underworld still had names? Mm. Hades, I guess. Uh, so there's Clotho, who is allowed to refuse or let birth. So whenever someone is born, she just like goes, oh, you can live, but you can't, haha. Ha. Um, she decides who can be born and if it was going to live long or not. Then there's the second one, Lachesis. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. She took care of the length of the lives. So in the movie, you can see that they always have these strings. Well, not all of them have the same length. So she decides how long you live and she chooses the fate of everyone once their string, the string is decided. And finally, there's Antropos, the oldest of the sisters. She is the girl with the scissors in the movie. Uh, she just cuts the thread and has the dirty job of killing people. So... Do you, th you think she minds it, though? I think she likes it. Well, she lives in, in the, the movie, underworld. she sounds like she likes it. She likes killing people. Well, they're all laughing, so I'm guessing she likes it. Yeah, Sam. Does that say something about us because we like her? Hmm. Suspicious. So, in the movie, the fates are the bad guys. They're the one who's manipulating Hades to, to make his master planet imprison Zeus so he can rule the world. 
And we also see them in the movie trying to cut Meg's wire and Hercules' wire. And she, in the, she actually kills Meg, but Hercules luckily revives her. So, since they're in the underworld, I guess we could assume that they have no link with the outside world because they don't seem to care about the fact that they're killing off Meg or Hercules or other people that we've seen them kill. Although, um, they do resemble Hades in many ways. I mean, they got, like, the black cape going on and they got the scissors, which can be viewed as, like, a big weapon. In other Greek mythologies, they are not the bad guys. They're more like the all-knowing, right? Because they know the past, present, and future. That's how they manipulate uh, Hades in the movie. But, for example, in Perseus, they are the ones you go to when you want to find someone or something. Um, it is kind of a coincidence that they stand for destiny. They represent it, they can control it, and that would be why they're all-knowing in some ways. So, what does this story represent to us today? Life only hangs on by a thread. Pun, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the same way that the fates can cut a life anytime they want, um, our life only hangs on by a thread, right? It really At does. At any time, anywhere, anytime they feel like it, they can just kill us for no reason or every reason. Yeah, yeah, this just reminds us that life is short, right? We could die anytime. From from all we know, I might not finish this podcast with Sam. Oh my god. <laughs> this that's, is scary. That's kind of scary. This is scary. Why do we like them? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Fates are three sisters, right? And three can be portrayed as a bad thing. I mean, Friday the 13th. Why is 13 a bad number? Even Halloween is on the 30th of October. 30. Three. Why is three a bad thing? I mean, not always. Um, in Catholicism, it's Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, still a group of three. In any, any bullying movie, there's always the bully and then the two guys in the back that are going, yeah, man, do that. That's true. Oh, and, and Harry Potter as well. There's, there's three good guys. There's Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think so. So now, so now I want to be a hater, and I wanted to talk about the major plot holes in this movie. Because there, has to do it. Yeah, there's many of them. First of all, the fates have the power to kill anybody whenever they want, right? So, so they were behind the plan of Hades to become, so that Hades can become the king of the world. Why did they not just cut Hercules' wire and Hades because it could have gone plus just plan way easier? Because they knew the future, right? Yeah, well, maybe. You know how they saw the future and they were manipulating Hades? Maybe the plan all along wasn't to make Hades the ruler of the world because obviously his plan didn't work. Maybe the fates were working behind Hades' back and they were trying to imprison Hades, actually. Because they knew it wasn't work because they know the future. Yeah, mastermind. See, this is why I like the fates, man. They're awesome. Um, okay, anyways, moving on. Another plot twist, plot hole. Uh, why didn't Zeus or Hera talk to their son before? I mean, Zeus has, like, gone to the mortals to Yeah, multiple times in multiple, multiple stories. Times. In multiple forms as well. So why couldn't he just come to his son and talk to him or tell him? Because yeah, he exactly. wasn't old enough? Yeah, why did Hercules to find out from his adoptive parents... That he's actually Zeus' son. Why couldn't, he, why couldn't Zeus just tell him? Yeah. 
That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, third plot hole, why and how does Hades get enough power to free the Titans from Tartarus, which is like the equivalent of our prisons, earlier? I mean, he seems to just be waiting, and Zeus isn't captured by then, right? So he still has to fight them. So why couldn't he just go to Tartarus before and free the Titans and just hope for the best? Is there mm. something we're missing? This kind of thing just happens Disney movie, you understand? This Disney is, magic made it, I guess. Yeah, this is the Disney way. Yes. <laughs> this is the end of the special episode of the Discovery Show. Thank you for us, Sam, for being a part of this. Thank you, Gab. I hope we've taught you a little bit more about Hercules and the ups and downs of his movies. A special shout-out and thank you to my host, Gab. Go check out the Discovery Show because it really rules. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Weird or Cool? Nah, it's rule. Be sure not to miss out on our next ones by subscribing. I'm your host, Ocean, and that That's is a, a wrap. wrap. See ya! Gab and Ocean apologize for any verbal mistakes or confusion.